2: there's a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man it's a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity it's the middle ground between light and shadow, between basketball analytics and superstition, and it lies between the pit of fans' fears and the summit of their knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It's an area which we call the PHNX Suns Twilight Zone.
0: <laughs> Hi, everybody, and thanks for joining us for the PHNX Suns postgame show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. America's number one sportsbook app don't forget to hit that like button subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five star review they did it you guys the Phoenix Suns have snapped their six game losing streak by taking down the Golden State Warriors winning 125 to 113. what a phenomenal game
1: <laughs> you guys you guys were here for the Memphis game I was on vacation so I feel like I haven't won for like a fucking month. <laughs> And absolutely awesome performance by the Suns tonight. I I couldn't even be more excited about how they performed. Nobody gave them a chance. Mm -hmm. Nobody here gave them a chance. I don't care. Anybody in the chat was like, how dare you doubt them? There's no way you believe that they were going (laughs) to beat the Warriors tonight. No way. Yeah, and they not, did
3: not in Steph Curry's return. And I forgot what the intro music sounds like after a win. It's been a, been a while. Um, but no, we what I had been saying and we had all kind of agreed, like the effort had been there the last couple of games. They just couldn't hit shots. They couldn't find a way to pull out wins late in games. This one got a little too close for comfort near the end. But all in all, they dominated this game for the majority of it. And that was really impressive against the Warriors team that – had every reason to have all the momentum tonight.
2: The (laughs) Phoenix Suns are the most confusing team in the NBA. Suck it, Logic. (laughs) Suck it, conventional wisdom. (laughs) Suck it, basketball analytics. That
3: is correct.
0: (laughs) But for real, though, it's just so crazy. I will say, though, we have seen games like this in the past where guys are hurt or a team that, should not be winning a game, comes in and just completely wrecks the other team. We saw it mm. in the 19-win season with the Suns. Those were the games that like kept us going throughout the season. Mm. Regardless of what it was, it was a fun game, and that's what we asked for in the pregame show. We wanted to see the Suns team come out with heart, come out with energy. Not only did they did, did they do that, but they actually got the job done, and they got the win, and for that, I'm very thankful.
1: They dominated tonight. I mean, there's no way to go about it. Yeah. The fourth quarter, you know, the Warriors made a run, but uh, they never got within six. And I know the Suns were up by 27, but again, you're, 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 I think you could chalk this up more to a bunch of guys that just do not have the experience to play in the fourth quarter more than you can chalk it up to the Warriors, just being lights out. They shot well in the fourth quarter. Don't get me wrong, but the Suns kind of defeated themselves a couple times in terms of handling the press. Um, and I, I mean, I, I just feel like other other than that, they just they gave it to the Warriors tonight. Mm-hmm. They started the game off strong. Um, the Warriors took a little bit of lead, but then the Suns just, once they took it back, it, it, they weren't looking back, and they were playing with confidence, a lot of crisp ball movement, fast ball movement, and you need that kind of you know assertiveness if you're going to beat a team like the Warriors. So
2: Suns led for 41 minutes and 54 seconds this game. Warriors only led for five minutes and six seconds, most of which came in the first seven minutes of this game. I don't think it was lack of experience in the fourth quarter. I think it's like, and we've all experienced this, where your gas tank gets close to zero, that light comes on, uh, and you have to, like, coast your way to the gas station. Mm -hmm. They ran out of gas in that fourth (laughs) because they had pressed so damn hard. They had such a shallow rotation, uh, and it, it felt like they were just doing everything they could to get into the, uh, into the
1: spot there. True. The but, but at the same time, like Torrey Craig is not used to being the second guard in the lineup. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> During, I mean, that's the fair. press. You know what I'm saying? So that's
3: fair. right. They, they ran out of gas. They also, we've seen, we saw this in the Cavs game. They just didn't have the horses for it tonight. They had enough of a lead to where not having ball handlers on the floor near the very end, which was kind of questionable. Uh, they were able to overcome that. I, I, unless Dwayne Washington Jr. is hurt I don't know why he wasn't on the floor those last couple of possessions when the Warriors were pressing and double teaming I know he had a couple of of turnovers um but and there are people saying you know he might have been hurt if that's the case okay I get it um, I would have liked to see him on the floor near there because they were having trouble with akogi and Craig just bringing the ball up the court but again when you only have nine available guys and all of them except Mikhail Bridges are kind of at the back end of your rotation, you're you're gonna see stuff like that, unfortunately. Where,
1: where's Mercutio or whatever his name is? That <laughs> troll that was in our chat for the basically the last two days getting ready for this game, he's disappeared. I mean it's weird how that happened. If he's
3: if he's like the character he's named after, he died in the first act. So yeah, he's he not sure coming did. back. He did, he
2: did. <laughs> Much like his team, the Warriors, he disappeared. <laughs> oh boy.
0: But listen, not to take us down kind of a negative oh, path no, here, Gerald, Lindsay. but to your point around what what um, you were talking about with Monty late mm-hmm. in the game and uh, Dwayne Washington Jr. We do have quite a people in the chat saying like things got real sketch at the end of this game and they put a lot of that on Monty. We also have a super chat from Trevor. Thank you, Trevor, for your super chat. They said Mikel needed this kind of game to get out of his funk. But man, why does Monty not use his timeouts in the fourth, especially when the Warriors went on a run? And there's a quite a few of people in the chat who are asking about Monty specifically in the fourth quarter and like what was going through his head because it seemed like whatever it was was not ideal.
3: Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I know that we're, we're going to see people saying like Monty's rotation suck and stuff like that. I don't want to have this conversation when four of their five starters are out. I do think d should have been on the floor there if he was not hurt. We're still waiting on confirmation. We're assuming Dwayne Rankin is going to get the scoop on that from uh, the Warriors Arena tonight. But other than that, like, I, I'm not going to put too much on Monty in this one. The Warriors made some tough shots. Yeah. Um, and I do think Monty can improve as far as calling timeouts to stem the tide when teams go on runs. But other than that, like, Monty and their system and the way they were able to move the ball on offense – a lot of that traces back to him as far as how they were able to get such a shorthanded win tonight.
2: Yeah, but if he uses those earlier and then the Warriors actually cut it closer than six there, and he has no timeouts at the end. Right. Everybody's saying the opposite. Mm-hmm. Oh, he blew through him, he didn't have him at the end. It got close and they couldn't do anything. Like mm-hmm. I look, they won. They won in surprising fashion. Uh and in if Dwayne Washington isn't hurt, fine, there's some questions. But if he is, there's nothing Monty could have done in that
1: situation. I would say this. Um, I'm not so concerned about timeouts on runs with this particular squad and and how they're constructed because of their limitations with depth. I'm more concerned about, you know what, at, at some point, even if you, know, you it might cost you a scenario at the end of the game, if your team is gassed, Use the timeouts to give them a a, a blow um, is the only thing I would say. But mm-hmm. they won the game. That's all right. that matters right now. Let's celebrate that. Right. Let's not dwell <laughs> on the negative because we might have a lot more of it. We don't know. Hopefully, they this will be the turnaround that they need to kind of spark things. But um, and hopefully, help is on the way. Like we just got a lot of hope. Right. But this one. We can we we know happened. so let's enjoy it. They won a twelve point game with four of their five starters out, and we're sitting here talking about Mont. Like we don't need to do this tonight. No, they're twenty seven at
2: tonight. one point,
1: right? And you can <laughs> say against the world champions because yes. the entire squad for the Warriors was ready to go, right?
0: Listen, I'm a people of the chat. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer <laughs> the questions that they want us to answer, but we can move right on along. And we'll start this off by looking inside the box. Espo, break this down for us.
2: What's in the box? A hell of a win is what's in the box. 125-113, your Suns win. Uh, The story of the night, 58 rebounds for the Suns, 45 for the Warriors, which led to a lot of uh, second-chance points. 14 of 31 from 3 for the Suns. 18 of 48 for the Warriors, uncharacteristic for them. And the free throws, for once, for once, the free throws were in the Suns' favor. Mm. They hit 29 of 31 of them, while the Warriors won 21 of 27.
1: The free throws, to me, is the big story. 31 free throws over the the Warriors, 27. And listen, the Warriors um, have had trouble getting to the free throw line sometimes, too, uh, at points of the season, because they suffer from the same thing that the Suns suffer from, where... They try to play like pretty basketball, mm-hmm. and they're not aggressive enough. The Suns were the aggressor tonight. They very much forced the contact at the rim, um, made a lot of effort plays, and they were just about that life, right? Like mm-hmm. they were ready to go in the paint, and you have to, you have to be like that. You have to um, be the aggressor from the start, so that way it adjusts. It, it not only adjusts your own team's kind of mindset, but it adjusts the way the refs will start to 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 blow whistles on you if you're aggressive through the first half, first 3 quarters, in the 4th quarter, you hope that they're not going to call tiki-tack fouls even though that's what fucking happened tonight. Yeah, you hope.
3: Uh, th- this is the offensive profile you love to see from the Suns. They had as many 3-point attempts as free throws and both were in the 30s. They had the floor was spread, they were moving the ball, players were moving, guys were getting downhill and attacking like Damian Lee got to the line 14 times. Mikhail Bridges got there seven times. Dwash got there four times. Like this is what you need to see out of your starters a little more. That downhill mentality. They always talk about paint to great, but they don't often do it. When they get to the paint, it's usually like a floater or a mid-range step back or something. Go all the way to the lane, force the issue, get to the foul line. Like, this is what we want to see from them on a night-to-night basis.
2: Well, and not just getting his free throw line, but they were efficient. They made them. They only missed two tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you mentioned Damian Lee, 14 of 14 mm-hmm. from the line, perfect. That's This team has struggled even at the free throw line when they've gotten <laughs> free throws this season. Tonight was was a perfect game in terms of hustle, heart, doing the little things. If I'm Monty Williams, I take that footage. I gather the entire team around and I say every night, no matter who's on the court, I want to see this effort, this hustle, this heart. They had, uh, I think it was 20 offensive rebounds that led to 25 uh, extra points. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's all just effort. That's not, that's not execution. That's effort getting those offensive rebounds.
0: And that's something we've been talking about all season long. So Mm -hmm. for this squad so shorthanded to come out and have 58 rebounds tonight is fantastic. They had 36 rebounds total in Sunday's game. They had 32 at halftime tonight. Mm -hmm. And they kept it going throughout all four quarters, which was phenomenal to see. And, of course, when – That works for your team. Obviously, it gives you a lot more confidence and a lot more space to be able to play offensively as well.
2: I was wrong. It was 19 offensive rebounds. I don't want to get called out for it. Okay. (laughs) It was close.
0: Close enough. All right. Um, Any other thoughts on what's inside the box, you guys? We have a couple super chats.
2: No. Let's do the super chats.
0: All right. We have a couple super chats. While we answer some of these super chats, though— We are going to get to the king of the game here in just a few minutes. Mm -hmm. This one's tough. So I want to know, chat, what do you guys think? Who would you name the king of the game? Put it in the chat so that we can all see if we're uh, on the same page or not. Um, Okay. So Trevor sent us another super chat. Thank you so much. Trevor said, JC said they ran books plays for Mikkel. It worked! point.
3: It did. And he was, we've seen him handle the ball a lot more during this stretch, a lot more this year in general. Um, it was a good learning experience because down the stretch in the fourth, they were trapping him a lot and he was having to deal with double teams that he hardly ever sees. Um, so I thought that was good for him. And he had a great game all around. He only committed two turnovers with five assists, despite handling the ball a lot. Um, so, yeah, I mean, putting him in book spot is good. I know mm-hmm. that this has been a rough stretch. But it's those little things that you're looking for, like new guys in different spots that could pay off big
2: later in the season. That was the he was essentially the backup point guard. Mm-hmm. He was, and, and overall, uh, a hell of a performance by him. I know we've been tough on him, uh, but uh, you know he hear, handled a lot of the load tonight, and uh, you know, twenty six nine rebounds, five assists, three blocks. Mm-hmm. I mean. And one block on Clay that was yeah. definitive. <laughs> yes, to, really, I think that was the point where it kind of shut down that Warriors comeback. And somehow Clay had the audacity to still jaw at Mikhail. <laughs> you're losing to what amounts to Mikael Bridges and the backup dancers, you know, and uh, and you're still jawing at him. So. Good on you, Clay.
0: I all I'm gonna say is there is clearly something like Clay has been extra spicy this year yeah, yeah. Like as a sons. whole, mm. but specifically against the Suns, mm. mostly because I'm paying more attention to all the minute details of the games between these two teams when they're playing each other. But whether it's Book in a game earlier this season or McKell, like these, those two seem to have a little bit of unspoken or maybe it's at this point it's completely oh, it's spoken, spoken. Yeah, it's not, they got beef
1: for sure it's not quiet it's not like oh yeah you know,
0: i want you know, to know no, if like, it started you know, well, this you. year or if it just finally reached the tipping point this year
1: oh that's that's that would be interesting to find out mm-hmm. but i you know listen i think the last since clay's been hurt the last two seasons the sons have, have, have come on the last two seasons yeah. and he probably was chomping at the bit to to get back mm-hmm. and kind of you know Put the Suns back in their place, basically back in the place that they've always been since he started his <laughs> career with the Warriors. Right. So he's just not used to this, and then he sees Devin Booker, and he was like, "No, no, 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 no! I don't like this. Right. Why are you trying to take my spot?" And that's what's happening. I think he's he's getting a little bitter. Yeah,
3: yeah. he's a competitor, and the Suns are three and zero against the Warriors now this season. So he probably doesn't like that, and I I'm sure he doesn't like a lot of Warriors th- fans think that that three that Mikael Bridges pointed in the bench's direction. Uh, The last time they met was at Clay. It was actually at Ty Jerome, but I wonder if maybe Clay thinks that too. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean nobody. I mean honestly, from from my perspective, I'm like the only one that 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 stands out is Clay. Yeah, you know what I mean. So when you see that, you I could just why you would think that for sure. He does that all the time to everybody's bench. I don't know why. I'm surprised he hasn't been teed up yet for it, but. Hey, he seems to I'm be. Surprised able to someone away. hasn't taken exception to it. Yeah, but. I'm surprised that he might. Maybe maybe he tells the refs like, "Hey, by the way, I do this every single time I hit a three. I point right at their face and I act like I shoot them and I walk away, just <laughs> so you know, it's no big deal." Yeah,
0: I mean, maybe. Um, overall, though, I will say like I am so happy to see Mikel have a really solid game. Yeah, we've been asking the question and speculating: Is he injured? Is he just exhausted? He told you the other night, Gerald, that he's not injured. He's just having a bad stretch. Mm-hmm. So if we're taking McKill's words for face value, then I am so glad that he finally found a light at the end of the tunnel of what he is saying has just been a bad stretch for him.
2: We're not taking him at face value. The <laughs> dude is, has been banged up and bruised. Like, he's just not, not wanting to make any excuses. I give him credit for that, but it's pretty obvious he's been hurting.
3: Yeah, he hasn't been. He hasn't looked like himself. Um, if you're out there, you're out there, and you're expected to give what you can. But yeah, you can tell he hasn't looked great. Tonight was the first time, and he looked good through three quarters the other night too. But tonight was the first night where I was like, okay, I recognize that McHale mm-hmm. on both ends of the floor. That's the dude that we've been kind of hoping would step up this whole time. Um, it's okay that that's not him, but like, it, it's good to see that McHale back. But
1: again, you you said. At both ends of the court Mm -hmm. and I think the surprising thing was not only that he was off offensively but he wasn't making as big an impact on the defensive side as he usually does Mm -hmm. tonight you didn't see that you saw him active on the glass you saw him at his his hands were in passing lanes Deflections, the normal, typical Mikael Bridges game that we we've come to know and love, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously with the block that kind of capped off a, a solid defensive performance overall tonight. So um, you need two way Mikael. You can't mm-hmm. have one way Mikael or zero way Mikael because mm-hmm. uh, that Mikael is a bad Mikael.
2: The, the Gerslings bring up a good point though. Uh, in running a lot of those Booker plays, you don't just have Mikael jammed in the corner, you know, waiting for a three. Like happens at times with him offensively he was moving a lot and that that motion for him i think is is key offensively Mm -hmm.
0: so we got a couple more super chats uh when we were talking about clay icon sent us one and said someone said clay looks like the pbs logo laughing (laughs) face emoji i don't know what the pbs logo off the the top of my head looks like so i'm gonna have to look that one up Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I mean, oh I don't know. I can't speak I kind of, I kind of see it from the side. That's yes.
3: that's kind of fucked up. That's so fucked <laughs> kinda up.
2: That's
0: kind of mean. That's yes. kind of mean. Uh, thank you though for your super chat icon, T Bounty. Thank you for your super chat. They said favorite moment: McKel block Clay hard. Yep. The bam emoji. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really solid moment of the game. We absolutely enjoyed that. In here. Um, okay, a couple more super chats, and then we'll get into our DraftKings King of the Game, Andrew. Thank you for your super chat. They said super cool to see Gerald and PHNX Sports now listed as a source for injury updates on the ESPN Fantasy app. Let's go, Suns!
2: So no tweeting fake injuries anymore. All right, I, <laughs> I guess I gotta now. got to stop. She got I got
1: that <laughs> alert P's about a case. month ago from a friend of mine. Who was like, dude, you guys are on ESPN. I was like, what? <laughs>
2: You're <tweet."> doing? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's That's awesome. Congrats, Gerald. Really proud of you. Thank you. Um, And then Chris Cummings. (laughs) Chris, thank you so much for your super chat. Said... I'm going to be the most inconsistent Suns fan this year. That being said, the Suns will win the chip this year.
3: (laughs) Every loss feels like we need to break it up, fire everyone, and every win, we're going to the ship.
2: Look, if, if they only play Pacific Division people in the playoffs, we're
0: money. They're undefeated in the Pacific right now. Oh, my goodness. All right, if you sent a super chat and we have not answered it yet, don't worry, we will get to it. But first... Eli in the chat said, I'm sipping Four Peaks uh, Desert IPA Tall Can tonight. Ooh. Cheers, Eli. Fantastic choice from our friends over at Four Peaks, who will be hanging out with us this upcoming Friday, January the 13th, for our inaugural PHNX Tea Party. Presented again by our friends at Four Peaks. This is happening at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. It is going to be a heck of a lot of fun. It is $36 per person, $120 per foursome. And here's the rundown of everything that is going on. We are going to be renting out the entire driving range. You can get unlimited access to play on that range. We're going to have contests. We're going to have prizes. We're going to have different challenges. We're going to have free food, beer samples. OGs will be out there. And on top of all of that, We are also going to be watching the Suns versus the Timberwolves that evening, and all of our shows will be happening from out there as well. So this is your last chance to grab some tickets. Come hang out with us again this Friday, the 13th. Check the link in the description of this show to reserve your spot right now. Okay, (laughs) here we go. This is the drum roll, please. Our draft king, king of the game. A couple of people got it right in the chat. Mike B hit us with a super chat before I even asked for their thoughts and said, Bridges is crown, but the whole Suns team was crown. We are giving it to the entire Suns team tonight. Every single player <laughs> who suited up for this game is officially our draft king Kings oh, of the game.
1: That might be the most elite crown placement of That's all time.
0: Five for solid. five.
1: Who else has ever play. pulled off a five for fiver? That's Absolutely a very no one. <laughs> solid. Shane
2: go. Diefenbach never pulled that off. That's oh. right.
1: <laughs> Shane in the chest. A
2: I mustache see. behind the Mac don't have that talent. Mm-hmm. The team had 125
0: points, 26 assists, 58 rebounds, heart hustle, everything you could have asked for from this group of guys heading into tonight's game. They gave us that and more. It was a really fun game, all around great effort by so many different guys out there tonight. It was fun. I think that was one of my favorite parts was that it wasn't just one guy willing the team to win. It was every single guy working together collectively for the greater good and getting a win it's like old school suns basketball and by old school i mean like last year's suns basketball
2: best win in northern arizona suns history <laughs> <laughs> there you go a hell of a g league win yeah by
3: those guys that's yeah. incredible that that starting lineup just beat the defending champs that's pretty yeah. cool honestly that, yeah. that
0: was fun absolutely so much more fun um than i anticipated it being you know you guys got two wins tonight mm-hmm I got one win tonight. Speak on them, Lindsay. Speak on them. So our pregame bets. (laughs) Let's uh, go. I thought I was going with a quote-unquote safe bet. She went with the lock. By taking a lower alternative spread. The who, the her. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely lost that bet. But you know what? We're all winners because the Suns got a W. But you guys, like I said, won twice. Espo, you picked the first field goal to exactly be a Warriors three-point bucket. You got that. Saul, you took Draymond Green over seven and a half rebounds. You got that. So mm-hmm. congratulations to you two for hitting your bets tonight. Where does that put us on the leaderboard situation, oh, yeah. Emma? What are we looking at? Oh! As, well as officially... <laughs> Oh, Hi. oh my god.
3: Yeah, nah. i just want our audio <laughs> listeners to know that <laughs> as bad as that sounded it looked even worse oh
1: my god that was not cool at all it sounded like your vinegar strokes over here <laughs> Who's oh, no. lead? This oh. Guy.
3: oh my dear oh god oh my god can i get
1: a oh yeah oh
0: my <laughs> God! so oh my <laughs> i suppose god. at the top of the leaderboard 64.50 um i still have 41 dollars <laughs> Saul, you are cutting your deficit down quite a bit. You are a minus 1850.
2: Yeah, call me when you get to
0: $0. So, uh, congratulations to you two for that. (laughs) If you guys um, are interested in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, I've got a promo for both new and existing customers. So, right now, all new and existing customers can get a no sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this upcoming weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Now, new customers, highly recommend you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app because of the thing I just mentioned, but also because if you sign up with the promo code PHNX, you can bet $5 on the NFL and get $200 in free bets instantly, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So we have had a couple super chats and a whole bunch of comments in the chat mm-hmm. saying to give Dario Saric his damn flowers. So yes. P Dog, thank you for your super chat. Uh, no, no Dog,
1: not to give him his flowers. One specific person to give flowers. <laughs> e- Emma, can you cut to the so- solo cam? <laughs> Should
0: and I? And then the can super you quickly
2: chat? walk yeah. over there and zoom in on me because this is required. Okay, yeah. I must actually have a Maya Copa here. As we do this on the fly, uh, I know that... All right, we're going to zoom in. Mm -hmm. Dario, the homie, I'm sorry. I've been an asshole, and I own that. You were spectacular tonight. It's great that you have risen. I'm glad to see you. You deserve all the flowers. Congratulations, Dario. I'll lay off you at least for a while. Feel free to trade him now if you want. His trade value will never be high.
1: Oh,
3: my (laughs) God. Oh, my God. We were so close to redemption. And then at the
0: very end,
1: he had to let it go. He just couldn't couldn't help himself.
0: Couldn't help himself. (laughs) uh, So thank you, P-Dog, for that super chat asking Espo to give uh, the homie Dario his damn flowers. And also thank you, Mike B, for telling us flowers for Dario first and foremost. Dario played fantastic tonight. He did. This, this was a great Dario outing.
3: He he was one rebound and three assists shy of a triple-double tonight. Shot mm-hmm. seven of 11, made three of his five threes. Um, he was he looked like 2020-2021 Dario Sharks out there, which was great to see because we haven't seen it very much at all this season. He's had a couple of spot starts here and there, and those haven't gone terrific. Um, but he was really good as far as keeping the ball moving, attacking the glass, um, handling the rock like... Uh, Pretty much all you could have asked. He did have six turnovers, but, like, he was good tonight. And this is a guy that they kind of dust off occasionally when they need to. So, big-time performance yeah, six from turnovers him.
1: turnovers because they were trying to get him to play point forward in the backcourt during a <laughs> full-court press. <laughs> yeah. My guy was lost out there. It's like, no, no. I would no. go as far as we haven't seen
2: Dario this good since 76ers Dario. He was like, he was great was, tonight. This was fantastic. That was half
1: a Dario ago though. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, <laughs> he had a little bounce then. Now he's ground bound, but that's yes. all right. I mean, he he pulled it off tonight. Right.
3: If he can hit threes, handle the rock a little bit and move the ball, he had a couple of really nice interior bounce passes for layups like that's all you need yeah. from him. Um I I agree with you. His expiring salary if you're not planning on keeping him if he can't be this Dario all the time, that's something you definitely have to look at, but it was nice to see him look like himself again because you know that's been eating away at him for a while. Yeah.
0: And our very own Jesse Friedman uh, of PHNX shared this cool little nugget with us on Twitter this afternoon or tonight.
2: Tonight. Whatever time If he said (laughs) this afternoon that Uh, is the most impressive thing. I know,
0: right? He said Dario Sarge leads the Suns with seven assists tonight. He had never had more than five in a Suns uniform coming into this game. Mm -hmm. So this was... Like, when we, we're we not exaggerating when we say this was one of Dario's better games in a Suns uniform, yes. especially in that area specifically. But,
1: mm-hmm.
0: As well I'm just so mad at you. You just couldn't give us one monologue on Dario. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, if anybody look, deserves some flowers, it's Dario. We'll cut that
3: part out when we close
0: well, no, it. No, <laughs> he does deserve his flowers tonight.
2: That doesn't change the reality of the situation that the Suns find themselves in. Like Gerald said, if you're not going to keep him, Dealing the expiring is the best thing for the team. But tonight, he was unbelievable. Without him, they don't have this kind of game. Mm-hmm. He's part of why that ball was whipping around as fast as it was, and they were finding open and easy shots through those first three quarters. I loved everything I saw from Dario tonight. I have nothing bad to say about him. He was spectacular. Mm-hmm.
0: Dario almost triple-double Saric. The
2: homie. Feel free to trade him now. Can
0: we repeat it? <laughs> We'll find out tomorrow. No,
2: nope. wow. no, I'm not expecting this poor guy who's coming off two knee injuries and is on the, the back side of, uh, of his career to go out there on a back to back and be able is That's he, unfair to put that on him. Is he on the back side of his career? He's almost 30, right? Yeah, he's
3: I think he's 29, he's 28, he'll turn 29 in April. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jesse's in our chat right now said, OMG, OMG, you're showing my tweet. Now I get to come on the show, right? <laughs>
3: come on yes. down, Jesse.
1: Uh, actually, we have a we have a scheduled off day, and you can come through the studio and, oh. and do this anytime oh. you like, buddy. Man. That
0: was harsh.
1: <laughs> he
3: shows up one minute late to one meeting, and this is Howdy, what happens. Hey, you know, <laughs> hey, listen.
1: You know, I, I got to hold people accountable. You
0: know? <laughs> Jesse, I'll, I'll see if I can some work work some things out. Okay, we'll just you play the,
2: the video of him at the meeting today for him to be on our <laughs> we'll show. That's to pledge his
1: allegiance to <laughs> the you wanna show. You want to be on the show? In- we can make that happen right now. Inside jokes. Yeah.
0: All right. uh, We have one additional super chat to get to. This one's from Hyper. Thank you so much. Uh, They said, not even a Suns fan, but wow. One of the most impressive wins this entire season by any team, in my opinion.
1: I'd agree. Thank you for your super chat. We appreciate
0: you. And thanks for being here and hanging out with us. Yeah. It was because I don't like coming into this. There were literally zero expectations. Do you Mm -hmm. think that could play into it, though? Allowing... Like guys feel in their heads that they can play a little bit freely, maybe take a little bit of some risks here and there because the expectations are so low.
1: Mm, no, because they still want to win. Mm. Like it, it, I would say, it, I wouldn't say it adds more pressure because the expectation is that you're going to lose these games. Mm-hmm. Hell, I you can't sit there and tell me that Monty wasn't shocked at the performance of the Suns tonight when they were talking to when you saw him on the sideline and he looked up at the scoreboard, he was just like wow, <laughs> like, mm. I think he was shocked too, yeah. you know? But I think it adds extra
2: motivation, though. If the whole world thinks you're going to get your teeth kicked in, mm. including That's your true. own fan base, doesn't that motivate you to go out there, especially on national television, and prove everybody wrong? I feel like it's not pressure. It's more of a, you, you think that about me? You, you, I mean, we've all been there. People mm-hmm. have doubted. All of us, I'm sure. Maybe not Saul, Sol, Sol uh, that you're aware of. But, you know, I think I think everybody's been doubted at one time on this panel or not, and, and you want to prove people wrong. And mm. I think this group wanted to do
3: it. Yeah, and I think you look at the effort that they put in the last couple of games, you could tell how frustrated they were, not because they were losing, but because they thought that they had enough and they kept coming up short. It felt like they were hitting their head on the same wall, and tonight they just kind of busted through the wall. They finally had that. They busted the limb off the rid off the lid off the rim. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the rid off the limb. And it was good to see. Like this had been something that was bubbling over and they finally had the performance to live up to that effort. Um, now the question is, can they repeat it? Can they keep bringing it back? Obviously, tomorrow night's brutal. Uh, yeah. second night of a back-to-back in Denver All against the reigning team. MVP, another late night yeah. game. Like that's tough. But um, yeah, I'm I'm happy for them because It was a dark place in that locker room for the last couple weeks. It has been. It's tough when guys go down. You get a guy back. He goes down. You keep losing. They had lost 15 of their last 20. So they needed this as a get-right game, which is the most random time to have one when Mikhail Bridges is your only starter that's out there. So great performance, honestly.
0: All right. right. So after the game, uh, we got a tweet from Devin Booker.
1: Oh. Right?
0: So – The tweet that we got from Devin was, what kind of question was that?
1: Mm.
0: We all saw that tweet right before we went live, but we have been looking for the clip Mm. of the question that was asked, and I believe I found it. Okay. Okay. So I just sent it to Emma. Hopefully she can get it into our show here for us here shortly. But while she's loading that, a couple things I want to tell you guys about. okay? Okay. Okay. Our friends over at More Furniture, they are fantastic. I've told you guys about them before. They have everything you need for your home, for your office space, whether it's tables, chairs, recliners, lounges, whatever you're looking for for your house. More Furniture has you covered. They also offer white glove delivery, which is really fantastic. We used it here at PHNX when we got all of our furniture delivered. It takes the hassle out of buying new furniture, so it makes it just a fun and enjoyable environment and time. And right now, you can save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head to morefurniture.com. Also want to remind you guys about our friends at Illegal Pete's. So we went to Illegal Pete's for dinner tonight before the game because we were like, it's a later start. Why not treat ourselves to some delightful food? Mm -hmm. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. The location in Tempe, it's really cool because it's like, It's casual, but it's also a little bit upscale. Yeah. Like I got both vibes. So whatever Mm -hmm. mood you're feeling, I feel like you'd fit right in. A great bar in the middle of the entire restaurant and the food, solid. I got a steak bowl and it was... Uh, the steak was really well cooked mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the corn. I got double corn on it tonight, which was fantastic. <laughs> it's corn. It's corn. Yes. You know how I feel. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like kids' energy 100%. Absolutely and love corn. Juice. And yeah, the best yeah, thing yeah. about um, Illegal Pizza <laughs> is that it's it's really healthy. So if you are trying to go on a fitness journey in the new, York, in the new year, you can corn, quit in pushing that corn, off yeah, yeah. because Illegal Pizza has what you need. There are endless options of fresh ingredients that can fit almost any diet or dietary restriction. So it's really a no brainer. Eat peach just for the health of it. Illegal Pete's is always our go to spot for burritos, bowls, buddies, beers, all the things. So check them out.
2: I loved it. It was really yeah, good. Yeah. It was fantastic. I also love hmm. Underdog Fantasy. Ooh. And one of my favorites that you got there. uh... I I love the pick 'em over or the higher lower is one of the easiest ways uh, to win money. And if you want to learn about winning money, you take it from this guy who's leading uh, in our money competition here.
1: Uh, <laughs> and it, uh, the other thing I love that's about that's in it, the other app, you dick. I didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he wins money, money all, all the time.
2: Yeah, I win money all the time. He wins man. money
0: Does all it? the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I Absolutely. do. I'm like oh, I make it rain. All right, <laughs> I make it
3: hail too. I get a lot of change. You so. thought Lindsay leading the competition
2: uh, was yeah, bad?
1: Yeah, oh, <laughs> well, no, know. it's a double, but it's double trouble I, for but me. You no know what, what I really
2: love though? I, I suck at season long fantasy, uh, I- at least in this office. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I love that you can do fantasy daily, right? Because there's. There's nothing like that to be able to know. I'm drafting this lineup for one day, and I can ditch it if it sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had some uh, some failure in that, but Saul's been really good in those uh, in those drafts. Mm-hmm. So beat the Coyote uh, Squad, yeah, in hockey without knowing anything about uh, uh, hockey. No shit about you know? hockey. Let's yeah. do yeah. that hockey. So, so if you want to do it, go ahead. Download the <laughs> Underdog Fantasy app. Use the promo code PHNX, and they're going to match your deposit. Up to $100. So get in there. Have some fun with your friends on the Underdog Fantasy L-
1: Listen, app. if any of you want to get down on the Underdog Fantasy app, we're more than willing to do it. You just got to be a diehard and jump in the Discord and DM us, and we'll add you. Oh, that's, yeah. Hey, we do for tomorrow's hey, game. If, if, if you want these hands, come get them. Y'all, that, please, that's how it for is. the
0: love of God, take Saul's money. <laughs>
1: like, please,
0: just do it. Take L- Saul's money. Listen,
1: listen. Knock folks. him
0: down a few notches off his high listen, horse. Listen, folks.
1: Listen, folks. OK, I dominate in fantasy, period. OK, I've never lost in this building in fantasy. I won our f- fantasy football league, killed it easy. I've won two <laughs> underdog fantasy drafts easily over the P.H. tailgate guys and the Coyotes guys like I dominate. in fantasy. Hold on,
2: you killed it. You won by point two points in our fantasy league. <laughs> that does not qualify as killed it. You snuck out a victory in the championship game. <laughs> Okay. I killed
0: it. I gotta defend my I fucking Shane. killed it. <laughs> Y'all ready to watch this video for the first time together and yeah. then have a conversation about it?
3: Let's let's get this awkward question in there.
0: All right, let's see what was asked post game of. I asked
1: Coach Williams today about championship window. There's always this narrative about is Phoenix window closing. Coach Williams said, "Well, if, if you get a house, it only has one window. You shouldn't have bought that house. <laughs> so how so how many houses, how many windows does the Sun House have right now?
3: Unlimited, man. We just got to keep grinding. I know we've been we've been losing a bit down, but it's tough. It's tough to win in this league, and um, we just got to keep fighting." They can't be too discouraged about it. You should be frustrated because you want to win. You just keep getting better every day. Look, Tough. That, look, that was an awkward way of asking a question. And as a journalist who has to ask these guys questions, it happens to the best of us. But that was a weird way of asking if the Suns championship window would close. I did like what Monty had to say about if you bought a house with only one window in it, you shouldn't have bought that house. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like he handled that about as gracefully as he could for what was a kind of weird question to ask if your championship window is closing when you just won a game without four of your five starters.
2: If, if, if you bought a, a car without any doors, like what, what is any of it? If like, you were a hot dog, would, <laughs> would you eat yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I like, cover Chris, myself with relish
1: and mustard. Oh God.
2: I, I, Chris Haynes is a great writer. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the sideline report. I, I don't know. I've it, never been in that position. I can't speak to that. I can't speak to how difficult I thought you did do sideline
1: reporting, didn't you?
2: No, I did color commentary for preseason games oh, okay. Online, okay.
1: So. But we do have somebody on the panel that has done well, sideline reporting. How tough is it in, in the spot to ask these <laughs> questions?
0: I mean, I, I wouldn't have asked a question like that <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm talking I wasn't about.
2: Trying to put you in a position to criticize. I'm not right. trying
0: to throw shade. No. I also worked for the team.
1: Yeah, it's a different. So I would have look,
0: never been. Was, I would have gotten a talking to had I asked a question. But, but like that was, after But the you game. did
1: have to interview opposing players.
0: Yeah, but I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have said anything like that to an opposing player either.
3: Here's the thing. I think sometimes the worst or the dumbest questions get the best responses. This is because fair. The answer that fair. Monty gave apparently when we didn't see it was a really good that's another good Montyism another good metaphor whatever you want to call it but yeah at after the game asking Mikhail Bridges about their championship window like it's a weird time
1: and it's a weird question <laughs> if that was Mikhail, I'd like first of all if you're talking about championship windows have you seen our team uh that's it's closed right now until everybody gets healthy <laughs> this shit is closed.
0: Yeah. I also think that it's it, when you have like national TV type media coming in, they're they're not paying attention to all the small storylines. They're not paying attention on a night in and night out basis. And honestly, like it's kind of hard to do that for every single game in the NBA. So I understand. And they're they're reaching for the big, the mm-hmm. juicy quote, right? The thing that can carry them for the next couple of days worth of content. Until something bigger comes along. So I understand. And I get why the question was asked. I just think it is you have to be so careful with the way that you Mm -hmm. ask questions nowadays. Because players, there is no wiggle room of, there's no grace almost, if you will. As far as like, I understand what you mean. And I know you're not trying Mm -hmm. to do this. Now I think the expectation is that you know better. So be better
1: you have to be smooth with it right like you have your delivery is everything in these moments and I think Crispy Haynes is still working through that uh, himself like he he has a tendency to kind of be a little choppy when he asks questions and it can come off as choppy and it can ruin your own questions sometimes uh, he was kind of fumbling through that so that obviously contributed to, to why the question was awkward in the first place so it, delivery is everything It's only
2: the second worst question I've ever heard. Somebody in that position. Oh, don't, don't do the first
3: one. We know the <laughs> yeah, first one. Which, we which is down the down. first one? The uh, Do you feel sorry for
2: this guy right here, Chris Paul? No, 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 Devin Booker? I actually was the one that gave the reporter the question to ask. I think oh, I've told yeah, this Oh, yeah, you've before, told this, yeah. Where Vince Morata asked a son's assistant coach, how'd you shut down Kobe Bryant in the first half? Kobe was in the tunnel, and Kobe <laughs> yeah. went FU mode in the second half. And let uh, Alvin Gentry know <laughs> that it was because of the question that I had Vince ask, and I almost got fired because of it. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's, that's the worst question that's, that's ever been asked. That's had.
1: most definitely not that, the worst question. That it's, was my
2: first year. I mean, so. now, now
1: the fact that you guys lost that game, I assume no, you they won. won. Okay, so it okay. so doesn't matter. Okay. By like one job. point. So, so, so then, then you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then then you're okay, that's But
0: that's why you question, were saved. Right. It's all about the
3: delivery. If he had led with the fact that like Monty and I were talking before the game about, you know championship windows or whatever and then led into the question right that would have been fine but the way he started with like what's the championship win and then he like backtracked that was just oh, like, so you got a
2: frame hold on and you like, got a roof if if you built a house with one window that's not up to code like what what
1: inspectors passing Where are the fire with one
2: exits? right you're not buying the house because it's never built that way i mean
0: He's like, uh, well in the days of yore <laughs> yeah.
1: not the days there of was
2: one
0: window. I don't know. I'm. Um, listen, I'm not trying to throw shade or anything of that sort. But <clears throat> it's an unfortunate part of the job is that you just do have to be very careful and very specific. And in the mm-hmm. heat of the moment, something like that, I understand that even the biggest, like the most, the top pros pro is always going to be a little bit nervous and sometimes yeah. stumble over something or accidentally word something wrongly. But I like the way that Mikkel handled it and... That's it's, just something that we got from tonight's game.
3: It's it's a hard job because players will literally, if you misstep on a single word or phrase, they yeah. will latch on to that, and then your question will not go through. So it's it's a tough job, even for the biggest pros in the game. Yeah, but
2: I think they also the players also know that. Getting put in a position like that could make them oh, yeah. the next viral moment, right. which is tough too. Like mm-hmm. it's not it's not easy for anybody right now. Right. So he
0: right,
3: tweeted what he tweeted.
0: <laughs> you also don't want to be the guy who says something that's taken out of context that you're throwing shade at like your team or yeah. something like that too. Yep. Cause Lord knows that happens all the time too. Mm. I don't know. But yeah. we have a couple more super chats. I don't know what sparked this. Um, but Peyton sent us a super chat. Thanks, Peyton. (laughs)
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Said, Lindsay is watching Gilmore Girls on Netflix right now. Then Code followed up with a super chat. Thanks, Code. Said, Lindsay is watching Sons of Anarchy right now on Netflix. Hmm.
2: Then Peyton (laughs)
0: sent another one and said, Lindsay is watching Peaky Blinders on Netflix right now. But Sunderous Dunks uh, was the one who actually got it correct. Sunderous Dunks said, I was watching Wednesday. Because Wednesday's a girl after my own heart. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I've been watching this whole entire show on mm-hmm. Netflix right wow. now. I was oh, going to yes.
3: tell the chat to guess what Lindsay's watching, but she just told
1: everybody. Well, yeah, Sundar's Dunks
0: guessed it right. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, so You're supposed true. to hit
2: her when she's watching Netflix during the
1: show. Like not You're
0: supposed bad. to tap her shoulder <laughs> and be like, no.
1: So you might Netflix. not know what Lindsay's all about, mm. but she's not about that. About what? Getting hit?
0: I don't know I, anybody I, like, is. Give her one of these. Give her a tap on the shoulder. She's like, hey, not about that you, life. Did you see I when Saul tried to hug me? Yeah. Even a polite tap yeah. on the yeah. shoulder yeah. Is, like too much. Yeah. That'll so spice
2: I mean, up like, the huh? You can dream on him if you want. You know? <laughs> oh God. Wow. Okay. All right.
3: Escalated.
0: Um. Any final thoughts on tonight's game or anybody that you would like to give additional flowers to? We haven't given out flowers This season, specifically, like from a flower perspective quite a bit, this is a game that I feel like we could just throw the whole bouquet at them. Hold on. Damian Lee Mm
2: -hmm. deserves flowers.
0: 22 points,
2: 14 of 14 from the free throw line. Seven rebounds, four assists. I mean, he was spectacular. Got his championship ring Mm -hmm. tonight out there. Was holding this kid, which was a great moment. Mm -hmm. And his brother-in-law, Steph, gave him the ring. Uh, And and he went out there and showed out. I mean, he had the second most points on the team. Damian Lee deserves a bouquet of flowers tonight.
3: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah.
0: Damian Lee, was he was fun to watch, too, tonight. That was an an enjoyable performance from him.
2: Look, I also, we've been very hard on James Jones on this show. Mm. And I don't want to give him a complete pass, but he deserves flowers because you look at the guys that came up big tonight and there are a lot of the fringe guys he signed in the offseason, guys that he's picked up off, you know, for lack of a better term, the scrap heap in, in some cases that came up very big tonight. So for tonight, I give him credit because you saw these guys ball out a little bit. I still need to see a move. I need to see a trade. I need more, but I'll give you credit tonight. The guys like Damian Lee, uh, you know that you brought in even bismack and and Dwayne Washington jr uh they had nights tonight so I'll give you a single flower maybe I'm, maybe a petal
1: but you're getting something I'm, I'm glad they all played well but James Jones does not get off the hook because of this game for sure That's not like, what I'm saying. they just they just lost nine out of their last 11 like I'm no you got to make a move dude like these guys need help Make it fucking happen. We'll give him a flower if we get a 10-day here in the next day or two, because
3: no. they need one. Hold on. Don't just say imminently.
2: any 10-day, all right? We went over some of those names. We went over a lot <laughs> of them. If Jalen McHugh is the guy coming up that, uh, that ramp on that 10-day. <laughs> Jalen McHugh is no. having a moment
1: in the G League. Thank you very if
0: much. Jamal Crawford. See, you know how many
1: dudes have moments in the G League? Yeah, you
0: know,
1: w- Alonzo Trier. S- it's sarcasm. Uh, i I can't get your sarcasm
0: right. Clearly. <laughs>
1: Jesus. <laughs> I'm
0: joking about Jalen McHugh. About, oh, just dear. so we're all
1: clear me- but you've been on that train for like a week and now i'm starting to feel like it's serious so just... give me a are minute. you is
0: that your nice way of telling me that my joke has run its course and i need to move on huh
1: Shh, no i just believed you oh okay gotcha
0: <laughs> well then that's good then i'm my Was sarcasm that sarcasm is on point yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> on. yeah we're
1: catching
0: on <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know who I'm going to give a flower to straight. Who's that? I'm going to give a flower to Gerald because Gerald Me. over oh. at gophnx.com just wrote about Dwayne Washington Jr. What and how fitting it? of a timeline here that Gerald gave us far more deep insight into Dwayne Washington Jr. And now he's had this great opportunity placed in front of him and he's taking full advantage of it. So if you guys have not read that. Be sure to head on over to gophnx.com. It is available to everybody. You can read that article tonight. You can read it tomorrow morning. You can read it whenever you'd like, but make sure you read it because it's very insightful and Gerald does a good job writing for us over at gophnx. Thanks. And then we have one final super chat to read. This one is from Code. Code, thank you so much for your super chat. End of an era. Vince McMahon sold the WWE. R.I.P.
2: Okay. Okay. I'll go a little nerdy. He <laughs> sold it so he could keep control of it. Go do the research. Uh, it's, it's questionable yeah. at best. So but Hell of a drama, though.
0: Still. It's not the same anymore. I was a fan back when it was still the WWF.
2: Yes, I remember. You listened to The Rock I singing did. about weird shit. I remember <laughs> you telling us this.
0: Listen, Ronda Rousey gets down at, um, in WWE. She's very entertaining.
2: Never watched it, never And will.
0: so is uh, What's-His-Face. Um, John Cena. He's actually hilarious. I already
2: watch one sport that's scripted in the NBA. I don't need a second with (laughs) the
0: double. You don't need a second one? All right. Well, you know. (laughs) Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you as always. We will be back tomorrow because there's another one coming up, and it's another tough matchup (sighs) for the Suns. We'll be taking on the Denver Nuggets. We'll have a pregame show for you 30 minutes before tip off, and then, of course, another postgame show right after it wraps up. Until we see you guys tomorrow, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home.
2: We all live in a simulation. Let's hope tonight wasn't a glitch in the Matrix. Ahoy, ahoy
1: to the phoenix metro in control and he ain't never gonna let go ph and x though lindsey gerald espo saw past the ball we here to turn up the tempo got to understand me i all always wrecked the family rally in the valley like dan g no plan b always on the job my team move like